Hi everyone, welcome to episode 150 of SAMA, a program which invites an expert each week to discuss a topic from their area of expertise. This week we are delighted to have Dr. Eric Aquinarino as our guest expert to tell us about quantum medicine, the history and the science. Eric is an MD, PhD, DDS, and has over 26 years of experience in the field of dental and holistic medicine, with multiple formations in nutrition, phytoaromatherapy, bioresonance, and dental alloys toxicity. He is also a specialist and internationally recognized practitioner in the field of quantum medicine, with over 25 years experience in that field. Eric is one of the few doctors to be an internationally recognized expert in quantum medicine at university level and is the founder of the concept of quantum aesthetics. He is often invited for lectures and webinars as well as radio and TV programs in Russia, Kazakhstan, where a book was published on his work. It's late afternoon, I'm just a little bit tired, I'm sorry. Uh, Eric is a senior manager in public relations for the European Institute of Personalized Medicine and lecturer and international delegate for the World Organization of Anti-Aging Medicine. Currently, he's the director and owner of his own clinical practice, Dental Clinic and Quantic Therapy Center, located in Nice, in France. I've been to Nice, it's a beautiful place. Eric. Welcome to Samba. It's fantastic to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you, Jen, for the invitation and the opportunity to share some information. So tell us so, about uh, your background. Yeah. Oh, I began as a dentist surgeon and uh, I was one of the first in France to be conscious of the danger of mercury fillings and the, and the metallic crown reconstitutions. Um, so... Uh, uh, I practiced since the beginning in a holistic point of view from dentistry and I learned that uh, what happened in the mouth can be, um, have a very deep impact on all, all the body and even uh, the, the mind. So I began to learn uh, um, occlusodontics, posturology, osteopathy and uh, lots of other disciplines like that when I was contacted by a psychiatrist in Marseille, I live there now uh, at this moment, and uh, it was a very strange guy uh, who used uh, curious machines to measure acupuncture points and the points of the uh, of the fingers and the feet, uh, and make uh, lots of regulations with uh, strange waves. Uh, he explained me roughly, but uh, at the beginning I was totally uh, dubious about this system. Right, I'm so curious that I won't no more. And uh, I began to work with him in his office, and I, see, I was just seen the result, and I decided to go through and to buy my first machine. And this was more than 25 years before. Wow, and what, what machines were around then? Oh, the first one was a Mora system. Yes. Derivated from uh, Dr. Volt's machine. I will talk a little bit about it. So I will talk about some machines, but it's historical because now uh, I, I use it sparely because we have much more much better now mm. more simple more uh, evolutive right um the um can you go to the mechanics of quantum medicine 
how quantum medicine is effective in treating problems. Uh, it's really effective, and uh, and whole all the history of uh, quantum medicine uh, is really interesting because it starts. Uh, I will explain uh, uh, in details, but uh, it starts more than uh, six uh, four thousand years before, and maybe uh, maybe <laughs> before, and uh, the discoveries uh, of the beginning of twentieth century till now. Um, are really interesting because it's a mix between uh, quantum physics, who were discovered by uh, Heisenberg, Einstein, and uh, oh, lots of other scientists I will talk a little bit about. Mm -hmm. uh, and what is interesting in international scientific publication, uh, let's say 15, 10 years before, we have very, very few articles on the subject, but now, quantum biology and quantum medicine are making a breakthrough uh, in international uh, scientific reviews and uh, lots of uh, scientists and doctors uh, all around the world are beginning to be really interested in this subject because they can see the results and they can see that it's possible to treat people uh, without medication or with less medication uh, more quickly, more efficiently, and with uh, very, very few side, side effects. Absolutely. So that's really, the evolution is really interesting now. The, um, so can you just give a, um, just uh, describe to us please, how quantum machines work? How, how they work? Yes. Oh, there is a lot of different kind of quantum medicine, but uh, to be simple, uh, the strategy in quantum medicine is first to measure and analyze the data. So, but it's not only at the physical or biological point of view. Uh, quantum medicine, uh, it's a holistic and integrative way to practice medicine um, that um, mix uh, the analysis and treatments of the physical system, your bone, your nerves, and your muscles, the biological systems, all the systems, digestive, uh, neurologic, hormonal, uh, etc. It, it uh, touched the psychological level, it touched the emotional level, the energetic level, and much more. Uh, it can touch up to the transgenerational transmissions of traumatism. I've made a study that was published I will talk to you uh, more deeply uh, later uh, in uh, Science Today, a Russian magazine, uh, where can you check these uh, traumatism from our family, from our ancestors up to 10 generations. Uh, and they could be traumatism from deep illnesses or from uh, deep psycho-emotional traumatism that are written in our body and they can be triggered uh, quite uh, every day. That's really interesting to check. And the second way, after checking the, after the diagnosis, let's say diagnosis, um, it's to treat the perturbations at the energetic level, at the informational level, uh, at the level of the organ, of the cell, of the uh, component of the cell, to the structure of DNA. It's possible to trigger stem cells. It's possible to change the electromagnetical uh, 
signals that are recorded deeply in our DNA, and especially mitochondrial DNA. Uh, and most important, we can predict and prevent. You know, it's funny you should mention, well, it's, a, it's apt that you should mention DNA because well, most people don't realize people that are locked into EMF. They're locked into regular waves, you know, Hertzian waves. But DNA communicates through scalar waves, which have got a greater yeah. reach. They can show up and communicate across the body, unimpeded by the obstructions that are between them. And so quantum medicine is talking the same language as DNA, as the very building blocks of our body. Exactly. Uh, I've seen uh, so, uh, my wife to tell to tell everything is Professor Elena Baranova. She one of the most talented and uh, recognized specialists in genetics and genomics. Yes. Uh, she won. She was the first prize of um, of research in Canada twenty years before uh, for their research on the uh, stimulation of detoxification through um, genomics and now she's a specialist in epigenetics and uh, we work together on quantum genomics the next level and uh, we are in relations with a lot of other uh, doctors uh, i'm not a researcher deeply i'm a clinician so i just treat people uh, <laughs> and i think i try to think a little bit and to have some conclusion but I have not a big uh, lab of research. I, I'm not financing by nobody except myself. Uh, but what it's interesting that the uh, the view of genomics have evaluated from giving supplements or substances that can accelerate or or um, slow down uh, the activation the activation of genes from the stimulation uh, and really precisely uh, of the genes by using specific electromagnetic or uh, longitudinal scalar wave frequencies. And that's really interesting that the, the, um, the field of uh, uh, waves that can be used is really huge. You can use sounds, you can use electricity, you can use magnetic fields, you can use scalar waves, you can use uh, light, photons, lots and lots of different stimulations and bioresonance. Um, so um, quantum medicine now is just is not just using one specific frequency to treat one specific illness. It's something really wide that uses all the uh, the range of uh, electromagnetic waves and other kinds of waves. It's just the beginning. I think we'll meet some tremendous discovery in the near future. I hope so. Uh, me too. <laughs> I love discoveries. You have seen a lot of discoveries in your 25 years of, um, of um, participation in quantum medicine. And uh, you passed the comment that it's become more simple in a way. Is it the machines themselves have become easier to use from the yeah. very first machine? Oh, yes. I'm sorry? I can tell you. For the first machine I used, it was more a system I will talk a little bit about. For making full diagnosis and treatment, uh, it took roughly five hours. If we want to do everything, uh, at least five hours. If we you want to go really seriously. Now, uh, in uh, one hour, you can check all the body. 
Right. Um, and that with, the, with the type of machine that does checking in one hour, are these, these uh, the non-linear systems devices, like having headphones on to uh, measure the waves from yeah. the brain? They're remarkable, mm -hmm. aren't they? Yes, this is uh, the Metatron uh, Oberon and derivative from Professor Nesterov. I use it on a regular basis. It's an amazing instrument, but uh, it only used by your resonance um, and some informational, but it doesn't use plasma, it doesn't use scalar waves, it doesn't use lights, it doesn't use sounds. So it's really, really efficient, but it's only one part of the treatment. Personally, I use up to 10 different devices and I, I will have the 11th ones uh, in, a few, uh, in a few days, I think. <laughs> with, uh, <coughs> no, no, it's really interesting because the, uh, the intelligence of your system, after what I have understood, that it's a, a combination of a lot of different kinds of stimulations uh, because you use a, a lots of different probes, elect, uh, uh, magnetic probe, laser, plasma, scalar waves, uh, electrics and so I don't want to detail everyone's and each of these could be important for a particular parts of the treatments. That's right. Now in quantum medicine to be serious you cannot use only one machine, only one system, only one approach uh, to, to have a good result. We have to use everything because each patient uh, is different and for each patient the evolution in time when they follow the regularly uh, quantum medicine treatments, they are evaluating, not only uh, on the health level, but even at spiritual level. So I have noticed that by beginning, by treating some chronic fatigue and the bowel the, the disturbances and the like, like everybody have now, uh, slowly but slowly the measure uh, improves uh, and we, Parvin, at the moment, um, when the, the biological, uh, the biophysical parameters are okay, and at this moment we can become to start to improvement, to optimization, to evolution at all the level. And all the levels are not separated. That's very important to understand that uh, we talk about layers, uh, physical, biological, uh, psychological, emotional, uh, spiritual, etc. But it's all is the same because the interconnection between all these layers is, is constant. It's uh, uh, at each moment, at each uh, there are seconds, you have the connection between everything and everything influences all the other uh, spheres. And in a correlation too with our surrounding Surrounding, it could be uh, your house, your garden, your city, your country, or the universe. We are influenced by all these things, and all these things have an impact really, really deep on our health, well-being, and uh, mental health. Right. On the spiritual side, it's interesting to me that you mentioned that. Um, my personal experience is that some people haven't healed uh, the way that other people have healed. And the only difference is really the, the spiritual side. They, 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 they're trying to um, become better, but it's like um, they're not open to the healing. They're not open to, um, to things they may not understand, but 
forces, forces around them which want to help them heal. I'm wondering how um, quantum medicine can help if the people themselves have got this roadblock. <laughs> They've got a brick wall which is preventing the, uh, the healing process from taking place. I've, I've seen it many times uh, where, where people may um, get very sick or die because uh, it's, it's nothing to do with the treatment or even if it's the drugs, it's nothing to do with the drugs. It's, it's to, the only difference I can see is spiritual. It's their beliefs and, and who they're wanting to allow into their lives to, to help their healing process. And for people, some people, whatever you throw at them, you can't get them better. There's, there seems to be this, this blockage there. Um, what, what are your views on that? Uh, my opinion is that uh, we are just at the beginning of quantum medicine, and to be serious, to to be, uh, we have. If you we want to develop this uh, this special this new specialty, we have to be very cautious with uh, what we talk about. So, for the moment, we have to be conscious that quantum medicine is not alternative medicine, but complementary medicine. It has to be integrated in a global treatments. Now, for the moment, uh, even if I, I know that we can treat people uh, even with really serious problems, uh, only with quantum medicine, it's not serious to tell people, I will treat everything with that. So I was instructor in a two uh, naturopathic schools in France, uh, and I stopped after two years because um, I heard such stupid things. Uh, I heard people saying, uh, oh, uh, cancer is only uh, psychosomatic uh, things. We can treat this black flowers. I said, oh, okay, fine. Uh, but that's not true. Uh, honestly, that's not true. Um, as a doctor, uh, as a specialist, as a, um, somebody who talks to a lot of other specialists, now we have to consider our specialty as a complementary medicine that come in complement with all other types of therapies and even allopathics medicine. Uh, it's not serious to, to tell somebody who have a cancer, who have something really um, serious, heart uh, uh, problems, to stop your treatment and I will treat you only with frequency. Right. It's not serious now. It yeah. will be in the future, I'm sure of that, but now, uh, and uh, strategically, and I say politically, it's really important to make understand other doctors, other specialists who are very reluctant to understand what it is because they are formatted by their uh, education. And we know that education of doctors uh, is 90% fed by uh, pharma pharmacological uh, labs. So, um, if we want to make them understand that it's important, uh, it's important to, to tell them, we can help you, you can keep your specialty, you are really good, you are really the best, but we can help a little bit with frequencies, with quantum medicine approach. Oh, your, your patients will cure better, faster, without and with less side effect. And the few that try now, uh, are seduced by the approach because they can see the results, you know? Mm, that's right. Well, if, uh, if there's no, nothing to be lost and there's possibly a lot to be gained with complementary medicine, and I like that term, I might steal it from you, 
<laughs> then why not? There's no, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? It's, people should keep their minds open. Let's say you, you're doing a course of chemotherapy. Does that mean you don't eat healthy foods? No, you, you eat more healthy foods to try and sustain your body. And more than that, you can do other things to also sustain your body, which is what we're talking about now with your quantum medicine, the complementary. Now, you, um, are there some, sorry? You know, uh, the, the main thing I want to make you, you all understand that uh, using the term quantum therapy instead of quantum, quantum medicine, not for ourselves, but for other people, for the public, okay. for other doctors, for the universities, for the uh, medical boards of uh, everywhere. We have to be cautious. Don't use for the moment. Uh, it's, you have to be a little bit uh, smart. Uh, not using quantum, quantum medicine, even if it is a real one, but quantum therapy, so they are not shocked in their ego. <laughs> uh, talk about complementary medicine, so uh, not alternative, because alternative, I can replace you, I can take your place, I can take your patients and your job right. and your money. But right. complementary, oh, I will help you and you will benefit <laughs> from my knowledge, from my uh, on my head, it will be good for your ego, for your clinic. So it's just uh, something, uh, uh, you know, you cannot take a fortress where if you are alone by hitting the, the wall with, with your sword. We have to go inside uh, smartly <laughs> and uh, be friends with the boss, of, uh, with the king. So uh, with that, we can progress. We can, uh, and the, the, the main goal is to develop and share with a lot as much people as possible uh, what we do. Mm -hmm. And the title of this week's summer is Quantum Medicine. <laughs> well, we might change that, okay, when you, when you publish the video. I'll ask our team here to change it to Quantum Therapy, the history and science, so that the video doesn't... Yes, because, yeah, it depends from the country, but most of the oh. Western countries, uh, when you begin to talk uh, uh, as a doctor, uh, oh, I practice quantum medicine. They write you a, re a recommended letter. Uh, oh, what are you saying? Uh, it's not recognized. Uh, something funny. It's not the acquired data of science. This is the most stupid expression I never heard. If something is not acquired, it is science. <laughs> it's changed every day, boy. It's, it's so, uh, when they told me that, oh, you have to use the acquired data of science. You have to use the uh, proved uh, things in medicine. Uh, yes, but what it's proved today uh, will be proved wrong tomorrow. We've seen that so many times. Yes, so uh, we are stuck. Is the reason why I stopped dentistry uh, and uh, I'm, to be honest, I'm registered in Italy as a naturopath therapist, not a doctor, because oh. as a doctor, I have to, to comply with the rules. Yes. I cannot talk freely, I cannot say nothing, and uh, I, I, I cannot um, treat people the way I want. If I'm registered in a medical board, I have to comply with the, uh, the rules of the party. Absolutely. So, yeah. oh, but uh, being a simple naturopath officially, uh, whatever my title, the university, uh, other than this, I have, I have the knowledge, so it's not a problem, but uh, this statues give me freedom. Great. And it's important. 
And if I talk to you, I know it will be in Facebook, it can be seen by a lot of people. Uh, nobody can tell me, oh, you're wrong. Uh, I will stop your exercise because I'm totally free. I'm just a naturopath. <laughs> Do you, what countries are open to quantum therapy? Uh, I think Russia for sure. Russia and Russian country. Yeah, my 99% uh, of my patients are from Russia, uh, Ukraine, uh, Tatarstan, Kazakhstan, etc. Uh, so um, they are very open-minded and it's one of the main uh, source of knowledge uh, in quantum medicine, the origin, the, 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 maybe not the origin, but the development. It's mainly from Russia. Uh, Germany too, because uh, Germany had a real, uh, in the past, they had all the scientists right, that have made discoveries in quantum physics. Right. Uh, are from Germany, and now they are they are open. Not maybe not officially, but more than in other European countries. Right, uh, is the only country in Europe that have officially recognized the naturopath profession with a specific diploma of high practitioner. Switzerland too. Uh, Switzerland have a social system that reinforces uh, the treatments. Uh, of alternative medicine, of complementary medicine. Yes. Uh, quite uh, 50, 60 percent. Gosh. Even quantum medicine. That's but right. in France, in Italy, in Spain, and oh. not, not the case. In oh. France, uh, no way. No way. <laughs> well, there's a lot of countries. Just scam. It's not scientific, but they don't know the science. Just the constatation. That's right. The people that make the rules decide for us what we can use to heal ourselves, which um, is allopathic or nothing. <laughs> drugs, drugs, or, or, or no, no, other, no alternative. You were saying. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry? No, it's just symptomatic treatment. You have this, so you are on this box, I give you this pill. Okay, uh, come back in 15 days. If it's not better, I will change the, the pill. There's a, um, I'll, slide, I'll slip this in now. There's a, there's a gentleman, I'm, I'm trying to think what his name was, who is an author. Now, he's written a few books. Um, he's the um, uh, medicine, uh, medical medium. Um, I, his name is Anthony William. He's directed by a spirit to find causes of health issues and people and uh, he's written a few books i'm working my way through a second book now it's it's more than riveting and it all makes sense as a person that's in you know, i've got i've got formal training or a little bit of formal training and i, I know a few things it, it really joins dots together you think well this that's why it happens. It's not just in someone's mind. It's not just a mental condition. It's a, it's a purely physical condition that's brought on by these certain pathogens. One of the worst ones being the Epsom Barr virus. In fact, that's the one that is pretty much the uh, cause of all of these um, conditions and illness. And so if I was to close my mind and think, well, how, how can a medium, a person that speaks to spirits, have any claim to medical knowledge? or health issues. 
but um, fortunately not everyone's got their minds closed and people are starting to learn slowly. And I recommend other people to read that book. If, um, yeah, um, yeah, um, medical medium, the um, or medium medicine, sorry, medicine, me medicine medium, sorry. <laughs> um, you mentioned earlier on that um, there's progress in the field of equipment that one can use that uses quantum um, quantum methods. Do you see, do you know something that no one else knows? Do you know, have you had words with a, with a person that's going to produce a machine or you know of a machine that's going to come out that's going to turn things on their head? Uh, I have made a, a small PowerPoint presentation. If you want, I can share and show you it will be short. Uh, oh, I'd love it, I'd love it. <laughs> I'd love it. You've got that, do you know how to share okay. your screen? So, uh -huh. I share screen. And I'll, I'll see. Oh, no. You have to activate the screen uh, sharing. Oh, okay. Well, um, just uh, bear with me, everyone. I'll just allow. Uh, oh, make host. Maybe I've got to make you a host. Change host. So if I, you should have your okay, facility. Okay, super. Uh -huh. Okay, so I let it like that. It's okay. So, quantum uh, revolution in health in health management. Quantum uh, side of health is uh, the general name of my uh, uh, talking of my talks. So uh, you gave me the presentation of myself. So it's not important to go through that. So the starting of quantum medicine, I think we can uh, go to the Ayurvedic medicine with the traditional medicine of India. And the most ancient uh, documents we found, uh, it's 2000s before Christ. That means that that exists, I think, for more time than uh, this. And Ayurvedic medicine is really interesting because um, they have discovered the chakra, uh, the energy, uh, the flow of energy, they call it Kundalini, uh, the effect of uh, um, uh, surrounding uh, on our, uh, uh, our health and the state, uh, and it's the germ uh, in Ayurvedic medicine, we can find the germs of Chinese medicine because it's similar, not exactly the same, but similar. We can tell it's similar. Uh, we have to precise that now, uh, in 2020, Ayurvedic medicine and traditional Chinese medicine are recognized are as useful and full systems by the World Health Organization. So, uh, using these kinds of medicine as complementary uh, medicine, it's totally justified legally. So, uh, traditional Chinese medicine, first documents, 500 before uh, Christus. Uh, Chinese medicine, so everybody knows acupuncture, but it's a part of what we call the Taoist arts. And Taoist arts is the medicine is the art of the surroundings uh, and the, the art of uh, mm, 
treating the, 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 the houses, it's called Feng Shui, uh, it's uh, martial arts, uh, external martial arts, that's Kung Fu that I practice for uh, maybe 30 years now, uh, Tai Chi, uh, Qigong, uh, in Ayurvedic uh, sciences we can find yoga that is widely practiced through the world now and recognized as something really useful for the health. So you can see the origins of quantum medicine uh, are very far uh, in the past. And what we have to do that uh, lots of, uh, for not saying all, of uh, machines and techniques we use now uh, in the 21st century uh, used the knowledge of traditional Chinese medicine, Tibetan medicine, Ayurvedic medicine to uh, make the uh, algorithm that permits to calculate and which kind of frequency we have to use and this law of five movements, laws of Tridosha uh, in uh, Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine, meridians, uh, all this knowledge are used right now in quantum medicine, but in a more rational and scientific way than just um, uh, intuitive. So it's much more precise. Uh, in the 18th century, uh, there was a, in France, uh, there was a, a great um, patient for this guy, Anton Mesmer, uh, who talked about animal magnetism. And uh, he, he built this kind of a strange uh, uh, cube. Um, when magnetic fluid uh, goes through, it touches the people with uh, uh, an iron wand uh, at the point they were uh, ill. He, and even the nobles and the king and queen, Marie Antoinette, uh, notably, used this kind of devices. Uh, so, was it efficient or not? Uh, we don't really know, but historically, it was really something uh, existing. Um, Georges Lakowski, a Belarusian French engineer, uh, author and inventor. His medical treatments invention, multiple wave oscillator, is described as having been used by him in the treatment of cancer. And it was used at the Hôpital La Pitié-Salpêtrière in Paris uh, till the beginning of the Second World War. And he, he has this fantastic citation, life is born from radiation, life is maintained by radiations, and life is suppressed by every oscillatory balance, disbalance. The uh, radiations, we have to understand uh, frequencies and electromagnetic waves, waves in general. Uh, radiations, now the meaning is a little bit different. For sure, uh, Nikola Tesla, uh, one of the most brilliant genius uh, of uh, last uh, of past century, uh, who have uh, invented so much thing that it's quite impossible to, to release. And we have to tell that most of the uh, findings and patents of uh, Nick, uh, of Edison were inventions and findings of Nikola Tesla. So. Uh, he discovered this, not discovered, he proved that exists uh, these famous scalar waves uh, that you can t 
talk to us much more, uh, much better than me because you are really specialist in color waves. Uh, I'm not for the moment. Uh, and it was acknowledged by uh, a Nobel Prize winner, Albert Einstein. So um, he wanted to create, so for him, scalar waves is equivalent to ki in the Taoist arts and to prana in the inner prana in the, in the uh, energy of the universe in Ayurvedic medicine. Um, he called it point zero energy, and he thinks that we can build some machine to uh, receive and diffuse uh, these scalar waves, and with these scalar waves, generate electricity that can make move every kind of machine, uh, even cars, even uh, everything. So he wanted to build it. Curiously, um, the tower he built for uh, testing and diffusing these scalar waves uh, was burned. Um, so there is other people that talk about, like uh, uh, Professor Ilya Prigozhin, was Nobel Prize of Chemistry in, 90, in 1977, um, on, for this work on the, what he calls the dissipated structures. Dissipated structures mean that living cells are constantly interacting with their surroundings by emitting and receiving electromagnetic waves. So. Uh, it's, I don't want to show a lot of calculations, it's, it's bothering for everybody and uh, firstly for me. Uh, Professor Fritz Albert Pop, who I met, is a scientist in the Cairo Slaughter University, a physicist, uh, that um, proved uh, that living cells emit and receive light. Uh, and he, can, uh, he determined that this light is emitting uh, that uh, DNA is able to receive, to keep, and to re-emit light. Uh, and the quantity of emitted light is a sign of vitality and health of the cell. So it's a, we can measure, uh, for example, on this picture, you can see here some uh, uh, organic uh, corn. You see the beautiful light, very regular, very long, uh, like a kind of an aura, if you want. And this is a chemically treated corn, so you can see it's quietly dead. So if you eat this one, you can imagine that the energy you will get and the nutrients you will get will be much better than this, this one. From Pop Prigogine and other researchers, uh, they have developed a lot of systems. For example, this one, using magnetic fields, laser, infrared, and polychromatic light. Uh, with a specific programs that can uh, improve uh, mainly microcirculation. And improving microcirculation, we can improve healing process, we can improve all the regenerative uh, things in our body with um, better oxygenations, uh, better distributions of nutrients uh, all over the body, we can regulate brain magnetic field, we can uh, uh, how to say, we can put the electro, the, our magnetic field in harmony with the uh, Schumann uh, field. Schumann field is the uh, magnetic field of our planet, who's now uh, between seven and eight Hertz, if I don't make a mistake. Uh, notice that 20 years before it was between four and five. It's changing. Maybe it's the reason why we are changing too. <laughs> so this is a device. Regularly, it's quite really efficient. Right. 
So, Stylian and Valentina Kirlian, how not telling about this fantastic guy uh, who discovered that if you expose a living body, a living cell, um, to, uh, intent, to, to a, a very high uh, electric um, field, you can picture uh, this fantastic illumination around the body, around the finger. So Kirlian used fingers, mainly tip of the finger, to, to make and he discovered too, like Fritz Albert later, that the quality of the light could be a sign of the health. And according to the place where the light disturbance are placed, we can diagnose uh, where is the problem and what is the problem. But uh, with the technology of this time, you can imagine that uh, there, there is a lot of different interpretations that are not very uh, coherent. You have different systems that are where the interpretation is totally different, not the same at all. And now we have, um, I present you my dear friend, uh, uh, Professor Konstantin Korotkov from St. Petersburg, Russia. Uh, it's an engineer. Uh, he's one of my best friends, I have to say. Uh, her wife, uh, Irina, is one of the most talented uh, um, aesthetic uh, doctor I know, and she's a uh, we work together for more than 15 years now. So he perfected the Kirlian system. Uh, he was engineer in the space technology and he used the space technology to create a system that uh, you can take the picture of the fingers and analyze them with a, um, a very uh, Good algorithm. I will show you some pictures just after. Okay. Uh, this system is used in numerous clinics, universities, sports centers worldwide for more than 20 years, and it was used to uh, as part of training and follow-up of cosmonauts and world-class athletes, like uh, the, Oli the Russian Olympic team for the Sochi Winter Olympic Games. Oh, so if you have any question, uh, John, don't hesitate, cut, cut me. Nice. So this is your specialty. So I just put one slide to, mm -hmm. to not to explain, but to show uh, Raymond Greif. So I don't want to talk a lot because you are a much better specialist than me. Uh, and it's just to, uh, to show that uh, principally Raymond Greif, but Ulda Clark too is an American doctor who worked a lot uh, I know her through the metal, uh, heavy metal detoxification, but she developed uh, a series of frequencies too that are that could be quite useful for treatment. But uh, rife treatment, rife frequencies uh, could be used in psychological level, for example, to balance, stimulate, and optimize nervous system, to deeply lower psychological stress impact, to destroy or weaken viruses, bacteria, parasites, and mycosis. And I have to tell that now research confirmed the findings of, um, of Royal Rife uh, on uh, Pseudomonas, on um, uh, Actinomyces. Uh, I, I, have, I had some results on Helicobacter pylori, on um, uh, what's the name of uh, uh, virus. Um, uh, not coronavirus, papillomavirus, excuse me. And the system, it's brilliant. 
is the same that the opera singer that uh, performs the note, just the, the note that will break the crystal glass. It's like the Jericho walls. You have a specific frequency that enters in resonance with the structure of uh, your target and it makes me explode. And this is used. Uh, I've seen some videos uh, on YouTube, it's quite, quite funny. You can see in a couple of seconds, bacteria is destroyed totally by uh, these frequencies. But I remember that when you perform these frequencies to kill viruses, bacteria, uh, molds, or uh, parasites, uh, always start from the, the smaller to the bigger because uh, you can have uh, infection of a bacteria by a virus, the bacteria will uh, infect the mold, and etc. So if you destroy the bigger one, you will liberate in the systems all the smaller ones, and you can cause something much more dangerous and much worse than the patient has at the origin. Second point, when you use these kinds of killing treatments, de detoxify a lot. Because if you don't, you will liberate in the system toxins, bacterial toxins, that could be much more dangerous than the bacteria themselves. Mm -hmm. If they tell, tell something uh, uh, not true, not precise, John, don't hesitate. No, that was good advice you made there. Good advice. So, this is one guy I admire a lot. Professor Luc Montagnier, Nobel Prize of Medicine in 2008. He was the discoverer of the uh, AIDS virus. And uh, what is really interesting that it's not a classical scientist for a Nobel Prize. He made uh, experiments that a lot of other scientists that don't understand. Uh, now it's more than 80 years old and uh, they told that, oh, he begins to be a little bit too old uh, he, he loses mind, but it's not, he doesn't lose nothing. Uh, he made some revelations of coronavirus at French TV that are really interesting because he told we can treat theoretically, because he's somebody cautious, theoretically, we can, we can treat infections and viral infections by specific frequencies. He told it at French TV, maybe uh, one month before. Uh, he told that Coronavirus is a contained, is, is a manipulated uh, coronavirus, uh, the COVID-19, uh, that, um, that have in its DNA small parts of AIDS virus. And now he's making experiments on the memory of water. I will explain a little bit what he does. It's really fantastic. But just, uh, do, do you know how he discovered that the AIDS was caused by a virus? I tell you. Everybody was looking when this AIDS uh, um, exploded in the world. Everybody was totally frightened. Everybody was uh, um, all the researcher. But what is this illness? What the origin of that? Is it a bacteria? Is it a virus? Is it poisoning? Is it something that nobody knows? And he made the research by taking blood sample of infected uh, people and blood sample of uh, same people. And he compared the electromagnetic frequencies emitted. There was a difference in these, uh, in these electromagnetic frequencies, as you can imagine. And he determined that the perturbation with, was in a range of uh, frequencies 
that corresponds to the frequencies of viruses. So he knew at this moment we have to find a virus. And he concentrated all the research on finding a virus. Uh, and at this moment, all other researchers in the world were looking for something, but don't know in really why. But when you know exactly what you, you are looking for, you found it uh, more easily. Now, uh, he has made a really interesting experiment on memory of water. So this is a device uh, to capture an analyze of electromagnetic signals. So he took uh, some blood sample in a vial of, uh, of a special prepared water. It's uh, alkaline water with very, very small clusters. That means that the molecules of the water are re really small. And we know that when we have this microcluster in water, it's really uh, good, uh, not, not only for our health, but to record information inside. It's one of the basis of homeopathy, for example. So uh, he puts a sample in uh, a bobbin of copper with a special impedance. He transfer, uh, he, he uh, record the electromagnetic signal uh, through uh, an amplifier and it's recorded like an MP3 file. This MP3 file was sent to another laboratory in Italy, uh, sent by mail, by Gmail, by uh, like uh, you, you transfer your files to uh, your friends or uh, colleagues. And this signal was transmitted in a, what we call the PCR. PCR is a technique to uh, reconstruct DNA from an, a, a DNA sample you can reproduce the, all the double spiral of DNA by, by putting the uh, basic elements of DNA. They, there is only four, A, T, G, C. Uh, I don't give the scientific names, nobody cares. But in a PCR, if you have uh, some uh, fragments of DNA, these four components of DNA will uh, bond one to each other to, re to reconstitute the full uh, DNA. But if you don't have any uh, physical DNA inside, that doesn't work, nothing happens. And by transmitting this MP3 file, just the information to the vial where the, PC, where the PCA, where the PCR were, he reconstructs DNA 99.5%, the same that the original one. So if, if water cannot catch memory and if DNA cannot send the precise information via electromagnetic information, what to conclude? We have the proofs. So we can analyze this bioenergy field. This is the modern way to practice this Kirian analysis. That permit to uh, evaluate physical state, management of psychological stress, health status, organs functional stress, and uh, biofeedback monitoring. Uh, you can make the follow-up of your procedure with this kind of system, seeing if it's better after than before. It can be uh, for medical treatments, quantum medicine treatments, yoga session, mag uh, seeing a magnetizer, uh, whatever you can imagine you can make the before and after with this uh, device. Uh, Professor Korotkov uh, even measured some kinds of shamans, kinds of sorcerer in Africa, in South America, 
and he can tell you what practice are good and what practice are totally destructive for the body. And I have to say just a passage. Anawaska is something really popular now. It's taking this South American drug that gives you in modified state of conscious. This is, uh, excuse me, a shit. You don't have to use this thing because it destroys purely and simply your energetical field. So you can see here two different devices to measure this aura and uh, giving some answers, some uh, clues. Uh, but take it like clues because uh, it's really important to control with other devices, with other process, if what we have is correct. The big advantages of this system is it's interconnected. All the machines all over the world are interconnected. The data are treated uh, in Russia, in St. Petersburg, and uh, they collect all the data to make the, to improve the system constantly, to make it upgrade. So here you can see, for example, chakra alignment. You can see it here on another kinds of device. You can see the quality of this bioenergy field was very important with the strong points and the weak points. And what is interesting is the same person uh, on the two, uh, on these two different analysis. And you can see that globally, the gap you have here, you found it here. The gap you have here, you found it here. The stress level is the same in the two cases with, with some anxiety. So the two system measure something real and not just uh, uh, something uh, created and imaginated by the computer. It's the reason why for me it's important to cross uh, the results of different devices, of different uh, techniques, and even I use two uh, biologic, classical bio biological analysis of blood, urine, uh, mm -hmm. uh, because it's in interesting to compare, to be sure that we are doing something uh, clear. And this is uh, my first quantum uh, medicine machine, <laughs> the derivative for Dr. Renard Hall uh, with electroacupuncture. Okay. Well. Uh, yes, John, you want to? Oh, no, you continue. I don't want to break the stream. You, you please continue. Okay. So, Dr. Vol noticed that uh, there was a difference between an acupuncture point than another point of the skin from an electrical point of view. You notice that the, resist, the resistivity of uh, uh, acupuncture points were 100 ohm, than other points were something like 20 ohm. So to determine, so I began to measure all the classical acupuncture points of classical Chinese meridian, like we can see here. And uh, he looked at, for example, we have one meridian on one side of one finger, not on the other one. Uh, and it was the same for all finger and all uh, foot fingers. And he wondered why uh, there, there are missing meridians. And he begins to measure other points and he determined other meridians that now we, we, we call false meridians that could be related to other kind of, um, uh, of organs, and etc. And he makes the result because he was really uh, surprised why Chinese that, that didn't mention this. And he found old, old texts that showed this meridian, but uh, Chinese 
uh, doesn't keep them, didn't keep them, because there was, there was not uh, application in acupuncture for these meridians. But in Volt, uh, electroacupuncture is useful. So by measuring each point, uh, what we, we name trigger point, uh, at the extremity of uh, fingers on the hands and on the feet, we can determine uh, if the correspondent organs are in good shape or not, to be simple. If the resistivity is more than 100 ohm, we are in inflammation or hyperfunction. If we are lower than uh, 100 ohm, we are in hypofunction or in degeneration. And the, the following was the invention of bioresonance therapy invented in Germany in 1977 by Dr. Franz Morel and uh, Eric Rascher, who was an engineer. Uh, now, a lot of therapy systems in quantum medicine are based on this principle. Uh, the bioresonance is the using of the frequencies emitted by the cells. And uh, uh, we can, for example, if you want to treat uh, a cell uh, with a curative substance, you send the frequency of the curative substance to the cell. If you want to treat some illness or destroy some virus, you send the same frequencies, but inverted at 180 degrees. It's the same principle than in the anti-noise uh, cask that we, we can use by seeing Grand uh, Prix of Monaco, uh, but we did, didn't have it this year, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately. So this cask, take the, all the sounds, invert them at 180 degrees, and you don't hear nothing. This a principle used uh, on a very, very uh, common basis. And this is applied to physiology and biology, it's bioresonance. It's quite efficient. So uh, these principles were uh, improved greatly by team of Vladimir Lesterov, who is a Russian, uh, uh, Russian researcher, uh, who made this, uh, now we call it 3D NLS systems. Uh, he created a metatron operon system that can measure by the cask uh, all the information. It's a scanning of each organ. Uh, we, can, uh, we have more than 2,600 uh, 2, targets to check in the body, and we can see uh, if it's caused by illness, by, um, by intoxication, by micro um, <coughs> bacteria, viruses, uh, etc. But you can find treatments like uh, homeopathy, backflowers, so, so many, and you can check uh, what is really interesting, and it was the work I made, you can check the transgenerational memories of traumatism transmitted through uh, mitochondrial DNA. It's a really cool device. So this is the article I published. To be short, mitochondrial DNA is special because it's transmitted only by the X chromosome. That means that it's only come from the mother. It's not submitted to the changes uh, of reproduction. You know, in reproduction, you mix male and uh, papa's and mama's genes, and uh, you have something new. 
uh, it's your own DNA, but not mitochondrial DNA. Mitochondrial DNA, it's only mama. Uh, we use in anthropology mitochondrial DNA to know if a specific person or a specific population uh, is coming from Eastern Europe, Africa, uh, six, seven, ten thousand years before. It's very, very stable. And this mitochondrial DNA uh, is record, are recorded all the information concerning past generation. In mitochondrial DNA could be recorded all the traumatism, could be illnesses, not a flu or something like that, but the big illnesses like syphilis, like tuberculosis, like plague, why not? What, uh, whatever. You can have these informations recorded in mitochondrial DNA. The very first patient I had on myself in quantum medicine was a young girl of one year and a half who suffered from recurrent infections in the ears. She had infections every two months. And uh, the doctor, the pediatrist, gave them drops of antibiotics and uh, corti cortisone uh, medications to, to, to treat her. So it disappeared, the symptoms disappeared in a week, but reappeared uh, every one, one, one and a half, two months. Mm -hmm. So with the MORA system I used, uh, this whole uh, system I used, I determined that on the liver, on the cells of the liver, we had a memory of uh, um, infection of parotidis gland, what we called in French oreillon, but I don't know the term in English, uh, but the Latin name is Orleanum. Um, and I treated her just by inverted frequencies, uh, just uh, by resonance, uh, uh, three seconds at very low intensity because it was a, a very young girl. All the symptoms disappeared and never reappeared. So I began to think, but who in the family uh, had this problem? And the father, uh, the, the mother called me, oh, my grandmother was in Vietnam uh, and she, she, she had this problem. Uh, so it was transmitted through uh, now I made research to know from where it can, but I think, but you can have problems because your grand-grandmother has something so curious, but the information is transmitted and we can read it. Uh, on another level, we have a guy I work with for more than 20 years, uh, Stefan Dumanson-Kosmanovich. Um, he created the PSYO uh, technology used, uh, um, coming from neuroscience with a combination of physical optics, acoustics, electronics, and computing. I use this, uh, this device for more than 25 years. I use, this, I use it as a dentist to relax patients before interventions. It's really efficient. It's a pair of glasses uh, where you can put MP3 file with sounds and light. Uh, different frequencies of sounds, different frequencies of light, and it can use to some kind of Ericksonian hypnosis. So I can tell you, you can have really, uh, totally relaxed effect in less than three minutes without, uh, without uh, any teaching of uh, any uh, formation, any initiation in relaxation, in meditation. Uh, no, no, it's uh, immediate. It's uh, just use, uh, saturating the conscious mind by, by more than, than seven, seven informations to make it uh, goes out and you have direct access to the unconscious. 
people with these glasses in, in uh, three, four minutes are like sleeping, but they are taking all the information and it can be used for every kind of uh, applications that hypnosis can do, but much more efficiently, much more uh, quickly and without the stress of being hypnotized by somebody. So I called it emotional detox and it's now used by NASA as a test for pilots and preparations of astronauts. So that drives you directly to uh, the use of brain frequencies, like binaural frequencies that are used for maybe uh, centuries for, uh, by, by the humanity. But now we have the explanations, giving different frequencies to the right and left brain, just to put the brain in the good, um, in the good state. So, you know, we have four kinds of brain waves. The beta waves, it's alertness, it's uh, work, it's body uh, thinking, so it's only practical activities. Alpha waves, when you are relaxed, uh, it's self-introspection, it's daydreaming, it's something we reach uh, maybe 20 or uh, 50 times every day, but some seconds. Maybe the most interesting is... If your job is not very interesting, you might reach the alpha state more often. <laughs> yeah. And theta waves are more interesting. Theta waves, it's deep meditations. It's between awakeness and sleepness. And this is the flow of ideas, the flow of creativity, what we call shamanic states, uh, the, the bridge to the subconscious. And we have to remember that big majority of inventions and discoveries through the ages were made by people in, in the theta state. For example, you know the Archimedes uh, laws that uh, the stories tell that he discovered the, the, the way to, to weight the gold of uh, the king by taking a bath and feeling the push, the, uh, the push of the water on his body uh, he, he just ended up uh, telling Eureka, so he had found the solution. He was in theta waves. Uh, the same with the, um, and the with the uh, periodical, uh, you know, the, 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 the uh, periodical board of elements, what we use in chemistry to, to name all the uh, elements uh, existing uh, on the earth. So the inventor dreamed of this. And when he woke up, he drew it immediately. So it's amazing what uh, we can uh, uh, accomplish when you are in theta waves. And delta waves is unconsciousness, very deep sleep. You are not here anymore. Uh, nothing can bother you. So just uh, it's a little death. Now, what is interesting that we have publications in uh, scientific reviews talking about what we are talking about. For example, in global advances in, uh, in health and medicine, the title was Energy Medicine, Current Status and Future Perspectives. In the Proceedings of the Royal Society, uh, it, it was published uh, the history uh, of quantum medicine. I, I think I have the article here. No, this not this one. Sorry. Uh -huh. Okay, it is this one. 
Up, just you see pressing of the right society, the origins of quantum biology. So there is a lot of information that I didn't talk about because otherwise yeah, I can talk five hours just on this subject uh, because it's uh, the recording of all the great scientists that uh, work in quantum physics and quantum medicine, uh, all of them. So could be interesting to have a look, but just, uh, okay. And now in integrative medicine research, uh, it was published online, uh, Quantum Universe Philosophical Foundation and Oriental Medicine. It's just some of the article we found, we can find a lot uh, on quantum biology more and more. So uh, it's the sign that uh, what we talk about, what we tell for years and years now begins to come to the scientific level to be published. There are more and more people that make research with that, with some budget to, to look at that. So I think the future could be bright for quantum medicine. So keep positive minds to have positive lives and live a positive life. Uh, and welcome to the future. If you want to contact me, you have all my details on the quantum side at gmail.com. But I think that you will have everything uh, on the on John's uh, uh, website. Yes, we'll thank you for your attention. <laughs> we will um, we'll publish your contact details at the um, underneath the video. I'll publish it soon. Well, that, 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 was a, that was a great presentation. Thank you so much, Eric, for that. It was, it was really good. Now. Um,